Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Volume. Can you believe that we're this deep into the NFL season, y'all? I know, I know, but check it out. We're going to look forward, okay? And we got to make every second count. And you can do that with the DraftKings Sportsbook, where you make the most out of every game day. You can bet on your favorite teams for a shot at winning big bucks. And if you're new, use the promo code TBOB, T-B-O-B. You bet $5 on the NFL, you get $150 in bonus bets instantly. Any matchup, okay? Your favorite team, your rival, one you think you're going to win, whatever. If you're a returning customer, remember, we always got great game day boost deals and offers going down. And you can all your multi-game, same-game parlays get those bigger payouts, right? So get in on the action with the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now. Use the code TBOB, T-B-O-B, and new customers get $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just 5 bucks in the NFL. Only! On DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBOB, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gaming resources. The eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Yo, boys, hand in everyone. Welcome in to another Sunday Reaction Staff Show. Um... Let me tweet it out real quick. We are live, and we got a great, quick, fast, hard-hitting mm. for you here on this Sunday. Uh, I was like by Wednesday night. Uh, 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. It sounds like me almost every night, unless I just have one of those like magical nights where I'm just, you know, I got a little Johnny Sins in me and we just go and meet mm-hmm. for 10 minutes. Let's go, dog. Uh, <laughs> we got Jordan Travis injury. We got to talk about uh, your Bulldogs are entering the murder ball phase. Mm. Of their dynasty, uh, Auburn getting dominated by New Mexico State and paying $1.8 million for it. Washington proving all the haters wrong. Mizzou mm. uh, in the New Year's Six and Jaden Daniels scoring a million touchdowns. Uh, Aaron, talk real quick while I tweet out this thing. I already tweeted it out. No, I said tweet talk while I tweet it out. I already tweeted it. Just retweet me. Fuck your Twitter. I like my Twitter better anyway. No, just, re- just retweet my tweet. Get, send me the love. All right, fine, whatever. Uh, yes, another great day of college football yesterday. Uh, a lot of excitement. If you, especially if you stayed up late, that Missouri Florida well, game with the thicker kicker was a nice way to end the night along watching Jaden get eight touchdowns. So, also, let's. I don't know about great day of college football yesterday. It was you actually just, probably. The least I, I think every 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 day of college football is a great day. I feel but you. Whatever. I feel you. It's whatever. better than no football. But in context, yesterday was well, whatever. I mean, there were not very many good games, um, but there were some. Uh, and unfortunately, we got to start on a bit of a dour note here, as uh, Jordan Travis. Uh, what's up, Go Dog? What's up, Jeremy? Cody, Cody Brunet. What's happening, y'all? Um, uh, hit the like button, you know, share with your friends, sub the channel, road to 9k continues. We are cruising right along. Unfortunately, we got to start with bad news. Uh, so Jordan, so FSU is playing North Alabama, and um, at the beginning of the game, they're actually down, right? And everybody's like, oh my god, watch out! CW, uh, it's a CW, don't plan the CW, yeah, yeah. The CW is quickly proving to be a curse for whatever good team has to play mm-hmm. on there, but um. Absolutely devastating, man. Jordan Travis breaks his leg, uh, or, or this something went wrong. Yeah, his, his low, his ankle, his foot's pointing the wrong direction. Um, Aaron, I know this is something you had experience with. Mm-hmm. What was your interpretation of, of the injury? Yeah, I had it my senior year where I got the horse collared, pulled out from behind. Same thing where leg snapped in half, uh, dislocated ankle with a broken fibula, and say, I'm laying on my stomach. I look back. And my foot is completely pointing the other direction, almost 180 from the direction it was should be pointing. Yeah. And I'm freaking out, screaming, yelling. Yeah. I mean, it was the the craziest feeling. And I think looking at it made it obviously worse. And I just remember the the doctor coming onto the field, and this is all videotaped. And the he whole just like, thing. Thro- he's like throws up. He's like, <laughs> no, he snapped it back in place. He just grabbed it, pulled it out, snapped it back, Hell and yeah. repaired the dislocation. And I felt great. I'm like. I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go back in. And then he just like, he like clicks my legs. Like, no, your leg's broken. I, I will say uh, when you dislocate something, it hurts so incredibly bad when it's out. And then to your point, the second it comes back in, you're like, oh, thank God I'm good. And then it yeah. swells up and you're like, holy shit, this is fucked. And in your yeah, case, you had a broken fibula as well, which yeah. I broke my fibula also. And that was the worst, not, it, it was not the worst recovery because no. there was no ligament damage or anything. But that was the worst at the time of injury pain that mm-hmm. I ever had. Worse than ACL, worse than dislocated shoulders, mm-hmm. torn labrums. Snapping a bone never feels good. No. The worst was when they were setting the cast at the hospital and like pressing against my leg so the, the cast could mold into my foot before I had the surgery. Oh, yeah. And I'm screaming my head off in the hospital. And I can I can handle, handle pain pretty well. And that's the worst pain I've ever been 
and in my entire life. Um, I remember I, I, I was that. I was back. I was I played in the game six weeks later. Yeah, because there's no ligaments. It's there's just no, there's no, there's no gotta, ligament yeah. damage. And you know what the crazy thing is too, and 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 his injury last night and kind of mine and the similarities. We'll see what bone was broken and all that, but that nothing punctured the skin. Usually, when you have that bad of a dislocation, sometimes the bone could pop through. I know, which is so gross. It's which, awful. luckily for both for him, that that was not the case. And man, just it it sucks because he he's gotten as we've seen over the past few years so much better. He's worked his absolute tail off to get to the point where he is one of the best quarterbacks in the country. You know, this is a team that has has battled injuries uh, yeah. on offense. He's been weeks without his top receivers and this guy and that guy, but one consistent player has been Jordan Travis. Yeah. You know, when, when things are going bad for Florida State, you look to him to go make a play, and he's done that all damn season long. And when you're, you know, two games away from being in the playoffs and, and the favorite to win the ACC and this happened on senior night, uh, you just feel you feel for the kid. It is well. It, it goes. It goes it, to me, Aaron. It it goes even deeper in that. Not only is it senior night. Not only are all your goals there, like you were talking about, but this is a cat who grew up a massive FSU fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, he remembers being a kid and being in some of those Jameis Winston games as he goes to win the national championship. His hero, Jameis Winston, is at the game being honored mm-hmm. in his jersey retired. It's senior night, like. After all the shit that he had to go through early on, mm. do you? I mean, think back to not this season, but the beginning of last season, LSU, Florida State. Our entire run up to the game, we were basically trashing Jordan Tra- Travis. And I mean, if you if you would if you if you put it on Jordan Travis's shoulders, like I mean, that's how you win, right? The guy cannot throw the ball, and then he made himself into one of the best quarterbacks in the entire country. Yep. He brought uh historical legendary program that had had an extended period of shit back to prominence, knocking on the edge of the of the playoffs and the fucking cruelty of life and Mm. football and bad luck was on full display here when he had it all ripped away Mm -mm. against North Alabama. And and let's be clear about this. CW that let's be like, this would be sad regardless of opponent. But I already told you how pissed off I was all week because of all these bullshit cupcake games. Mm-hmm. I think it's ridiculous to have this point in the season. It's your most important point of the season. You should be playing your most important games. And so to have this man get hurt, and it's everybody's greatest fear, to have this man get hurt in this game, it, 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 it even frustrates me. I mean, because, as we saw, you could beat the fuck out of North Alabama without Jordan Travis. Yeah. Like, I mean, of course you play him. I'm not saying you don't play him, but 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 to to get hurt against an opponent where you literally did not need to play mm. is just salt in the wound. And now we have to have very crass and unfeeling conversations about does Florida State deserve to make the playoff if there's like a more attractive one loss coverage champion behind them, even if they go undefeated and win and, and win the ACC. Well, I think it, it depends Bro, on... No, no, no. Yeah, I know it depends on how shit shakes out, but what I'm saying is... No, no, no. I'm saying it depends on how, the, how they look, too. Like, I, I, before we just say Florida State's incapable of winning a national championship because of, of Jordan Travis, and I'm I'm kind of leaning towards that right now, but let's see what, what Tate and, and Brock in the back... But is that not wrong in, in the ultimate team sport, no, no matter what? Like, it, like, it's the ultimate team sport, and because I know it's the most important position, so it does mean more. I mean, it's the queen... Yep. But what? Yeah, you you know what I learned at my low elo in chess. 
never, never, never resign. Even if you fuck up and blunder the queen, yeah, you're probably going to lose, but you play it out and see what happens. Like, yeah. it, it's just like, what if, if, they, what if, if, they, ever, if they beat Florida and they beat Louisville in the ACC championship, they're in. I think you you cannot, you're the committee. Yeah, unless Alabama, unless Alabama beats Georgia. Then it becomes the Alabama's the Alabama's the one in this whole thing right now that that could really shake things up because Georgia has looked like now for two straight weeks, especially with Michigan playing so so ball the past two weeks, with you know, oh some Texas and whatever team you want out there, like Georgia clearly looks like the best team in America. Yeah. But if they lose a close game to Alabama, are you really gonna keep Georgia out of the playoffs? Like that's gonna be an interesting conversation. Yeah, exactly. But here's the thing. They were already saying this on game day yesterday before Jordan Travis got mm-hmm. hurt. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. Nuge, nuge. On that note, do we limit Brock Bowers against Tech? No, 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 no. Aaron Murray has gotten on this program multiple times and tried to tell me that Georgia Tech's a legitimate opponent and a good rivalry. So how dare you even suggest that you could somehow beat the Ramblin' Wreck, the Yellow Jackets, Former 1992 national champions. I don't care mm-hmm. when they won it. Uh, without Brock Bowers, get the hell out of here. Uh, Finn General is in the Tennessee fans cry this morning. Never gets old. All right, let's get into Georgia. Do you have anything else on Travis? I mean, we hold no. these Jews to be self-evident. It's absolutely depressing. Yep. It sucks for everything involved. It's the absolute worst part of football. I hate it. It mm. bumps me out, and it's lame as fuck. Yeah, it sucks. It's it's a physical game we play, and um. Mm, just prayers up, man. Hopefully, hopefully it's nothing crazy and he's back. I mean, hell, what's today? The 19th? Six weeks, seven weeks? It's the same. That's what happened to Tio, too, for those who remember back in the day when he was with the Eagles. Tio got horse colored, came back, played in the Super Bowl. So, I thought he had like a high angle sprain. Did he have a broken fibula? He had a broken fibula, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, don't know. I so, mean, but bro, I wouldn't count on it. No, definitely don't count on it. But I'm hoping like that's the worst case. And like, you know, he's recovered and able to do everything he wants to do this offseason to prepare for the next level. All right, uh, 2.30, CBS, one of the last times you're going to see music that you're very familiar with, there, and you used to call mm-hmm. games that music would be coming in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, UJ dominates Tennessee. And, and some of y'all may take this the wrong way. Um, y'all are officially entering your murder ball phase of your dynasty and the dominance is impressive, but not very fun to watch. I mean, I, I, I like, like Carson Beck was awesome and he's probably the most fun part of the team. Cause he really sees the whole field. Like, I mean, he knows exa- it is. If that man returns, he's going to be the number one overall pick in the draft. Like, like, yeah. like he is awesome. He, he can pick a part of defense, but I'll be damned. If I didn't give it a temptation and on my other screen, I actually got some chess games going and was more <laughs> almost listening to the Georgia Tennessee game than watching too closely because after that initial touchdown run, they beat the dog shit. Hey, listen, at least they got it over with in one play. I mean, I, I, I yeah. joked this last week. What I say, just just spot the team seven points. Georgia's defense has given up a touchdown, it seems like almost every first possession this season or the majority of first possessions this season. And they just got out of the way. Hey, first play, give them the set, you know, give them the seven points, you know, get them all, you know, fat and happy and a little cocky. And then it's just a bloodbath from, from there. And uh, I can't say enough good things about Carson. 
of of the offensive line and the receivers. I mean, it, it, it's just so many weapons. And Bobo is doing such a great job right now. I actually had a bunch yeah, of Bo, even your boy Bobo, dude. Yeah. Are they coming around? And the Georgia fans oh, finally I, coming around? I was just about to get into that. Of I had so many people yesterday either tweet me or send me text messages to say, "Hey, man, like we were wrong on Bobo." Wow, he won like, over like the big phone, time writers texting me like, dude, we, 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 we did not give him the credit that that you know or appreciation that he probably deserved. And yeah, I think everyone's on board now. I mean, you have to be. This offense is is playing as good as anyone in the country. They they spread the wealth. I think almost as good as anyone besides maybe LSU in the country of any. It could be anyone's day. It, it truly can be anyone's day from from March. I, I, I think they spread it even better than LSU. Yeah. LSU has, has has a couple of absolute fucking dogs. Yeah. But like, no, they spread it to everyone. They got they got like them old Drew Brees stat lines where it'd be like nine dice catches. Yeah. 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 Um, so the defense looked great, man. Like we, we, we said we said Tennessee had hit explosives. They had the one explosive. But other than that, like Joe, Joe missed a couple opportunities too. Like Joe had a couple guys down the field where yeah, I remember one, it was kind of a it was a fake over vertical and he had squirrel for a potential like 70 yard touchdown and he overthrew him. And, you know, listen, you could throw a ball 80, 80 yards, 90 yards, hundred yards, whatever it is. But if you can't throw it accurately, it doesn't matter. So Tennessee had their chances to make explosive plays through the air. They just didn't capitalize them. And then, you know, you look at Georgia secondary too, like you give them credit. Like there were some, you know, they weren't that wide open for the majority of the day. You know, Kamari continues to play well. Javon, Ty, you know, Ty, Ty Key plays extremely hard at the nickel position. He's an absolute beast. It's it's a great defense that can run fast and make it make it pretty damn difficult for you on the back end. Uh, Goat Dog says for like Mike Tyson starting out a fight, asking the puncher, uh, the other fighter, put me, put me now, and then being disappointed with the punch. Yeah, yeah. I mean that. You know, it's like Rocky Balboa, just you know, take 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 the take the hits. And then right, you ain't left. nah, nah, nah. See, no, no, see, that's the fucking problem, though. Y'all still think you're Rocky Balboa. Rocky Balboa had actual vulnerability. Like Rocky Balboa actually lost fights. Like he wasn't the most talented. He just had heart. Y'all are much more Ivan Drago in this situation. Y'all are much like you ain't the good guys anymore, guys. You got to accept it. You are the Empire. You are the the Romans uh, crucifying thirty thousand Gauls to try to subdue their lands. It's basically what you did to Tennessee in kneeling yesterday, and that's cool, man. That's cool. I mean, that's like that's the best place to be as a fan base. Everybody else may hate you, but like, I mean, you get to live a I don't, think, I don't, I don't think they. I, I I had some some doubts early in the season, watching the team and watching some other teams across the country. I don't think that. If Georgia plays the way they've played the past two weeks, there's no one in the country that will beat them. Yeah. There's no one. They they are they are deeper, more talented. Um, there is not a major weakness. Like, are there areas where that aren't as good as other possible areas? Like you're you're talking about like a B plus defensive line compared to like an A plus defensive backfield. Like that's why there's you know, you kind of pick on the D line because the DBs are so much better, but it's there, there's not an area where if I'm an opposing team, I'm like, oh, this is where we can have success for four quarters. Like maybe you have a possession here or two, like we've seen where Ole Miss had a quarter, Tennessee had one drive, but I've yet to see a team 
especially as of late, be able to play four quarters with Georgia. Like, yeah, you no, can't. No, the, no, there's the, the only champs, team was Auburn, but, but you, nobody, you, yeah. You wear yourself out after a quarter, and they just kind of laugh and say, that's all you got? But yeah, this no. Is a four-quarter the, game, and the, you can't compete with us for four quarters. The only team was Auburn. Now, I expected Tennessee to have more moments. Like, I mean, that was our exact yeah. breakdown, right? Tennessee would have their moments, but they couldn't compete over 60. Uh, they had approximately 20 seconds. Mm. Worth of a moment. It was a good moment. It was pretty tight when they ran that touchdown in. Nealon's mm. popping off, and then it just like I just I, missed, I was just getting in my car. Crazy. I was just getting in my car, and I'm like, wait, how the hell did Tennessee score? <laughs> <laughs> it uh, it absolutely cratered. So um, clearly, clearly the number one team, clearly the favorite to win another championship because the rise of Georgia has also been mirrored by a continued uh, lack of another elite-feeling team. So a lot of good teams, a lot of great teams, a lot of frisky teams that we'll get into, but nobody. And and and, and it's funny, too, um, because, you know, imagine that. Georgia has the most talent in the country, or whatever, yeah. third most in Blue Chip Ratio. Imagine that. They're good. That's why, like, somebody – I about had a brain aneurysm to start to see this creeping around. People saying that Kirby, or excuse me, that uh, Nick Saban should be SEC Coach of the Year. Can we all fucking remember that he has more four and five stars in the roster than any team in the country? Fuck you if you think I'm going to give Coach of the Year to that man over Eli Drinkwitz or Lane Kiffin. Missouri has signed five five stars in the modern recruiting era. Alabama has 15 on the mm-hmm. team right now. Get the mm-hmm. fuck. Like, I'm not giving you coach of the year, Nick Saban, just because you fucked no. up the beginning of the season. Yeah. Get yeah. That and, and look, and Kirby's awesome too. And the dominance is such that you could like, he's entered that, like you could give it to. It's like when um Eli, could, Eli, yeah. Eli needs to get it. Yes. He's, he's done. Yes. He, yeah, who they? Yes. I don't even know who they have next week, but I'm I'm pretty sure they have they Arkansas. Wins. They're at Arkansas, so they yeah, should absolutely get the ten and two. Get ten, and two. ten and two with two close losses to Georgia and LSU. Like, come on now, Eli Drinkwitz, coach of the year. I don't know why it's a debate. Um. All right. So, anything else on Georgia? I mean, again, that's another no. one where, like, what do you say besides Carson Beck's awesome? The defense is awesome. The weapons are awesome. Kirby Smart is an awesome coach, and he's entered that phase where you could make the argument of making him coach of the year every year, like you could have, like with Michael Jordan with MVP back in the day, where like eventually at a certain point they're like, I mean, we just gotta. We're, get we're, 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 gonna, we're gonna slowly get into the discussion at some point of of ranking the the past three seasons of Georgia football. Of you know, it may not be that the defense is not as good as the past two years, but this offense is. And the, the, the I was about to say the like, offense is getting to the point now where it's like. How would this? this off, I would take this offense for the past two years. In- oh no, 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 no doubt. That's what I'm saying. So, how would this team, though, if you want to play the hypothetical great on great, like how would they match up with yeah. Georgia of last year we'll or the one before? Um, no, I won't. You can save that for your fucking player slams uh, mm. content. I don't want to have. The, I don't want to have that conversation at all. I don't give a mm. fuck about that conversation. Um, that's like one of those like. And I get those side those with LSU, right? But that that's one of those conversations for the fans. Which offense is better for LSU this year or 2019? Uh, I mean, still twenty, still 2019. But Jane Daniels is fucking awesome. Uh, we we can get into that. J Lab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with Powerhouse College Athletics. 
UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLabs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools, showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like last night, Jaden Daniels uh, became the second player in LSU history to throw for five touchdowns and run for one, and those numbers got even bigger. But then the funny part about that stat was it said on the bottom of the screen, Joe Burrow did it three times. <laughs> 2019 alone. So uh, I didn't realize, like, I knew Jaden was having. Uh, obviously, wait, he, to me, he's the Heisman favorite. I did not realize that he was about to eclipse a thousand yards rushing on the season. Yeah, he's the 11th player That's to go crazy. for 3K, 1K. Bro, he's like he like that. I mean, is he like the fourth rusher in the? He's gonna, is, there, is there anyone? Is there anyone in college football history gone 4K, 1K? I first? do not know about that. I do not know about that. He'll have a shot. How many yards does he need to the air now? Oh, we, we can get it. Let's get into Jaden a little bit. Yeah, Wait, sorry, go ahead. 423. What um, should we get over the next two games? 
Well, he only has one game, though. I don't know if he's going to play in the bowl. Why would he, right? Because, unfortunately, if Mizzou yeah. goes 10-2 and two, and if Ole Miss goes 10-2, and two, you're going to get left out the New Year's Six. And I love Jaden, but I'm almost like, like I'm almost like, bro, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like I'm, you gave I'm us not. you gave us everything. Like Caleb Williams out at USC. Like that was the last time we saw Caleb Williams in a, in a Trojan uniform. Yeah, bro. Look, you gave us everything and we love you for it. And you are now immortal for it just through sheer individual dominance. But like we don't need to see it. Okay, let's just talk about Jaden real quick here. Eight touchdowns last night. <laughs> and I know it's Georgia State, but guess what? I mean, look at Albert, right? A yeah. lot of teams play against lesser teams, and it's still unreal. So, first off, the overall stat line is unreal. Going for, what was it, 400 in the air, 100 on the ground, eight touchdowns, right? I think it was a 6-2 uh-huh. and two split passing, rushing. Um, but, obviously, I watched the game, so I had to, right? Like, very closely. And the ease in which he did it, it felt like at the end of the Matrix when Neo sees the code coming down the wall and he stands up and the bullets fall out of him. And Agent Smith, who's been whooping his fucking ass all movies, suddenly trying to fight him. And Neo's like fighting him one handed, like not even look like everybody's moving in slow motion. Like Jaden just looked like a true boy amongst men. Yep, he, he's, he, that all, he's looked like that all year, though. T, but like, no, 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 I know, I know, I know. No. Where he has not looked like a boy, even against Alabama. He looked like a man amongst boys. I, I, I want to say a boy amongst men. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think reverse I it, but reverse yeah. it. But no, but, but, but what I'm saying is against Georgia State, it was even at a different level than that. Mm-hmm. Like he could have, he did not have a single bead of sweat on his forehead after the game. He yeah. was literally sleepwalking his way. Two eight touchdowns. And let's be clear, LSU, very funny, saw Bo Nix and what he did. And I was like, all right, we're leaving this motherfucker in. Mm-hmm. They got him like a tush push at the end to bump up one. So, I mean, look. I think no, the Lions I, right now, they're like, they are essentially the, the two favorites. And I think they're pretty much identical when it comes to odds to win the Heisman right now. Unfortunately for you know, Bo's going to have two big time games. On, like, he's going to have Oregon State on Friday night. A lot of people are going to be watching that one. I know. And I then, it, then he's going to have Washington in the Pac 12 championship where I know. You know, LSU has Texas AM next weekend. So, like, but the problem with that is it's at 11 a.m. They're going up against Michigan, Ohio State. So, no, nobody's going to watch. Like, no, one, no one's going to watch anyways because it's LSU versus AM. Like, and what really sucks about it. that is if he balls against that defense, that should actually be a major, major feather in his cap because that's a good. Sure, and I think seven. he will because I do love. I mean, LSU strains is, and we'll break this down. Offensive line, I think, can handle AM's defensive line, and then AM's secondary is not very good. So I think he is going to have another big game. It's just, it's going to unfortunately be overshadowed by Bo Nix getting a Friday night opportunity and then a tactical yeah. opportunity. No, I know. So we'll see. Turner Young says Oregon State isn't a big time game to you guys. Oh, well, let's get into it because Washington, how about it, dude? My Huskies getting mm. it done. Odie, Odie, say go, go Huskies. Okay, she's just licking the mic. Never mind. Um, <laughs> um, don't like you've been licking stuff like you can't be licking stuff like that, babe. It's gross. There's germs everywhere. Um, Oregon State, though, is a very good football team. It was, bro, that was a monsoon oh my that they God. were playing in in Corvallis, bro. Like that rain did not let up. Dude, the entire game is coming down. 
they showed his hands and this is just envy from from the the nine inch hand club over here between t-bob and i yeah massive hands and massive he was hands. i was i mean i was thoroughly impressed with how he was able to throw the ball in the elements like if i'm an if i'm an nfl scout he went up by draft board even more because like, and his receivers were dropping it. He put it, it all on them, dude. He put, he put it, it on them. He had a couple throws that he looked like it was less of the rain was an issue, but his eyes were just in the wrong spot a couple times and he was a little bit late. But he was putting it on. Man, I felt like I saw four, five, six drops where the ball was going right through the receiver's hands, hitting him in the damn helmet, bouncing up in the air. I thought he looked great. Once again, like in those elements where it was literally coming down for three quarters. He was throwing it with accuracy. He was throwing it with touch. He was pushing the ball vertically down the field. Um, that was a game that 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 I said during the week. If it's raining and raining like that, that is a major red flag for Washington. That's a major plus for Oregon the whole State. game. It's like we talk about college in our gambling. It's a hot suspect. The whole game was a major red flag for Oregon. Yeah. But what did we say? Kalen DeBoer has experience winning championships. He has the most ridiculous head coaching record you've ever seen in your life. And it's because the man knows how to get on and your Michael Penix. And, and, and look, I kept telling, I kept saying this. Um, when everyone was hating on those bad Washington wins, we talked on this show about how, yes, bad, but there is something to be said for finding ways to win mm-hmm. when your best players don't have it right and yep. they proved a couple times early this season they didn't need michael Penix jr to throw for 404 touchdowns every game and and, and like you said there's there's some, like he look we said sometimes football's the difference of the quarterbacks and 13 of 28 is nothing right home about but two touchdowns no picks what is young galele do he basically he was 15 to 31 they basically have the same yardage but and no let's forget, Washington didn't even have the ball for the entire third quarter. I mean, yeah, that was, oh, bro, that was a drive. Like 13 Six and that, and that was the nine-minute drive. That was the that was the key. Like, can Oregon State shorten the game up, and can they just eat up the clock? And they did that there, and, and especially in the third quarter, just not enough for game. It, 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 with rain games, it comes down to turnovers. And Oregon State had the big two from DJU. Plus, let's not forget the snap that went over the punter's head that turned into a um, two points. Yeah, I mean that's the difference in the game. So, but like, guess what? There's a couple places right there, but we're don't Washington. make those mistakes. I was about to say, good teams don't do that to themselves, especially in in in, in the elements on the road. Um, uh, that's, thing, was, that's a great win. Or Washington should jump to number four after that one. That's that's. Bro, wa- how about this, Aaron tough. Murray? Washington's the only team in the country with four ranked wins. Yeah, only the, against teams that are currently in the mm-hmm. CFP top twenty-five. They beat four of them. I think like one of the team maybe has three. Like, put some respect on their name, man. And and they've won offensive shootouts. They've yep. won defensive battles, and they've won mixtures of the two all year long. And let's be sure, like trying to compare them to like th- they're this year's TCU. They're Get not the this year's TCU. No, 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 bro. This no. is a legit team with a legit first round quarterback and and two or three top two round receivers. Like, this is a legit football team that can win. And uh-huh. it can win big games. Um, I mean, Roman Dunes was awesome in that weather. Seven for 106 and two touchdowns. The best players got to show up if you want to win a big game like that. And then how about cornerback Jabbar Muhammad? Yeah. Two picks, three PBUs. Mm-hmm. Just an absolute He's big time up. when you had to have it. Um, and look, I, look, I agree. George is out there. Like, I don't think Washington's going to win a championship. But that amorphous quality 
that ability to adapt to the situation at hand is one quality that all great championships teams have. Mm-hmm. And 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 Washington does, and it was in a rain-soaked madhouse on the road. Um, okay, so chat is accusing me of being terribly hungover. I don't feel super hungover, but yeah, let's be clear. Well. You've, had, you've had worse Sunday mornings. I think I think you're actually doing pretty good. Well, and it's because I prepped hard because I went to bed at two o'clock in the morning, guys. I'm working off a four-hour sleep. You know what I did? I got home from the cigar bar. I immediately stripped naked. I drank uh, a full green juice. I drank three electrolyte waters, full cups, immediately to really just try to uh, do everything I could. Prior preparation prevents poor performance. Mm-hmm. And uh, we made it. Yes, Trent, what, what party the, with me is next level. Speak, speaking of the chat it. real quick, we have near 400 people watching right now, only 61 likes. So we would appreciate hit the like button. Thumbs up button. Hit it, baby. Hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it. Um, Okay, so I love Washington, and I love the fact that in a game where, again, objectively they were the underdogs, mm-hmm. uh, every like Dave Martinez is awesome. That running back from Oregon State, like Washington, should have lost this game. Not not in how they played, but I mean, like on paper going yes. into it. But great teams find a way. Hell yes, Huskies. My Huskies. I feel for I feel bad for my boy Colin though. Like that hot sauce spat. We talked to him about it. When you lose a hot sauce bed, he said he basically goes on a walk for like four hours alone outside. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk to him. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's mm-hmm. the only thing I think about last night, watching that game, I was like, oh, man. Like, do I send him a text? But he's a Rogue- professional. He's had moments like this. Yeah. Rokamore, R- wait, guys. Uh, congrats on going over AK subs when that happened. It happened um, on Wednesday night, man. Thank you all so much. Or Tuesday, right for our CFP reaction show. So, Shout out to y'all. And we're rolling towards 9K. Guy, the goal is 10K by the Natty. So um, please keep telling your friends about it if, if you like it. Yeah, I. you know what the LSU headline, because Brian Hall says, I heard Georgia got stomped yesterday. The LSU headline should read, Jaden Daniels th- accounts for eight touchdowns against Georgia. And then you just put the state in like really small font at the end, like just Daniels dominates Georgia. And then in small parentheses, state. that would be an interesting <laughs> matchup. Though. Like good, good Daniels versus the secondary of Georgia, you know, no, it would not be a not. good matchup because did you see Georgia state tearing up LSU's defense? No, no, no I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm not, I'm not talking about the other side of the ball. I'm just saying like LSU's offense versus Georgia's defense would be a fun watch. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Calvin Dudley, what up team? I'm getting old 15 years since my OSU freshman year at LSU. I know dog. So seven's got to stick together. Um, uh, Christopher Black. I heard Aaron Murray had a crush on Tracy the Wolf Wilson in college. I I did, dude. Everybody loved Tracy Wilson mm-hmm. being on the sideline. It meant that you were playing on the main stage. Yeah, when when the Wolf was there, you knew that you were playing with the millions watching. It was always such a good feeling. Um, is that the last CBS SEC game or no? The the, the Auburn uh, probably Iron one more Iron Bowl. Iron Bowl. Yeah. God, that's yeah. crazy. And then the okay. SEC. Speaking of Auburn, I didn't watch this game, so I don't have a ton to say, but um, always a bad feeling when you pay a school to beat your ass. And this is weird. You see, you see these upsets happen, but so Auburn loses to New Mexico State uh, 31 to 10. They paid New Mexico State $1.8 million for the pleasure of doing so. But the only thing I think about, I think about this game, and then when Middle Tennessee beat the hell out of Miami last year. Like normally, these games are like maybe like an overtime or like a field goal block or some crazy stuff, or the team barely holds on. 
they just beat and, and this is an Auburn team that was kind of hot right now. Yeah, I know. And they I tell you, I, I told you, I, I put this out last night on social. This is to me, this is Hugh Freeze playing chess. This is the ultimate hustle. Oh, well, Alabama, well, we ain't that good. Yeah, we ain't that good. We just like to mm. like. Which one would you rather win, New Mexico State or Alabama? I'd take Alabama. Okay, you know, just get your ass yeah. beat to go turn around and win next week. I, just, I mean, that would be it was embarrassing. It would be you, you got absolutely destroyed at the line of scrimmage. That's an area where Auburn's actually been pretty good this year. Like the offense yeah. lines look good. Um, Jacquez Hunter has been on a freaking tear the past few weeks running the football. I had their game. Two weeks ago, like that is a team like watching the tape and then, you know, actually seeing them in person. You're like, wow, like maybe there is a small chance, but better chance being the season that they can make the game versus Alabama competitive, especially the fact that it's injured in here. And they just got whooped up front. I mean, just dominated up front. And it wasn't just for because we saw this a couple games yesterday, you know, SEC teams versus lesser opponents where like maybe a, a quarter or two of the team kind of survived and then they kind of ran away with it new mexico state did it for four quarters it wasn't just like if yeah. you know first second quarter we came new mexico state got stronger in the third and fourth quarter yeah they came on the third and fourth quarter and ran away with it and continued to dominate in the trenches auburn had what 65 yards rushing in the game i mean yeah this is one of the most embarrassing losses i've seen for an sec team against a team like that and paying them $1.8 million. I think it's the worst loss in like Auburn history for 45 years based on the spread. <laughs> Me and Justin. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Wow. Um, all right. I, so my wife's a photographer and we're going to do a bunch of Santa shoots today. So I'm getting the uh, wrap it up. Going? I'm getting the wrap it up symbol. Um, we'll talk more tomorrow about Mizzou. Hell yeah, Mizzou. I mean, getting it done. Find a way to go. Kicker, baby. Let's Take go. Kicker rolling right along now to 10 and 2. You love to see it. And uh, Billy Boy says LSU 23 is the most wasted elite offense in the history of college football. Not even crap talking. I think you might be right, Billy. Mm-hmm. Also, I so, so you know how there's always a disconnect between the general public uh, when it comes to NFL draft scouting and like what actual scouts think. Mm-hmm. So there's a guy, Nick Underhill, who is like supremely plugged in. Like he is an insider ass insider. And he texted me on nowhere yesterday saying that he's hearing from scouts that not only is Jaden a top 20 prospect, but Brian Thomas Jr. and Malik neighbors mm-hmm. are top 20. You're talking about three top 20 prospects mm-hmm. on a team that's going to be nine and three. Um, tough schedule, but still disappointing. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I got to go. Sorry, y'all. I would love to stay because so many of y'all in here and it's so much fun. But please, please, please um, hit the like button. Subscribe to the channel. We love you. We'll be back tomorrow live again. Uh, noon Central, 1 Eastern. Uh, I know a lot of your dog fans. Oh, oh, oh. Big time win. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Aaron, congrats to you. And um, yeah, Jaden. Well, I. The Turner Young Jaden's more weapons of Penix. That's we should have the conversation maybe this week. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That could be a fun conversation to have this week. Conversation. We're gonna have that this week. Yep. Hell yeah, Washington. Good job getting it done. Ha ha, Auburn. Um, and Hooker, yeah. baby, Texas, baby, Texas, Texas. What won and covered the spread? I had so many people were just. Going for Iowa State yesterday, just silly. Just you're acting like you're surprised. Yeah, duh. Everybody wants Texas to fail. What do you mean? Do you want all your rich friends to like be better? Like, what are you talking about? Like, they're just a bunch of spoiled ass country club kids, of course. And I'm one, so I can say that. 
Uh, I'm like, of course they want text fail. What do you mean? Uh, all right, Aaron, you're the best, brother. I will see you tomorrow. Please like, subscribe, share the show with your friends. We love you, and we'll see you for some more snaps. The Volume. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.